0: Welcome to the last episode of The Global Current. My name is Jasmine DeLeon. I'm here with other members of the eBoard and this is all of our last season and semester with The Global Current.
1: So, since everyone here is moving on from The Global Current, whether that be to other production or graduating in general, I just wanted to ask how it all began for all of us. So Eric, Andrew, Jasmine, how did you all get involved in The Global Current? Yeah, so first of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Eric Bunce. I'm currently an associate producer
2: at The Global Current. Before that, I was lucky enough to be the host and I'm leaving now, I'm graduating, going on to hopefully find a job eventually. So that's (laughs) me. Anyways, how did I get involved in The Global Current? I originally signed up as a freshman, but I didn't do any shows my first semester. It wasn't until the executive producer at the time, Bella, I was in a cross-cultural negotiation class with her. And she asked me to do an episode because I told her that I would uh, traveled to China. I had been to Wuhan. And at the time there was this mysterious little new Wuhan virus, which no one really knew about. But they were talking about it potentially being a pandemic. So we're like, oh, let's do an episode. And she wanted me on because I was there. And I was like, okay, I can like offer perspective or whatnot. And so we did it. Our first episode was all the way down the hall in a different studio. And we were really bad in that episode, not because we, were, we, we spoke poorly, but because our prediction was that, no, it'd probably stay in China. <laughs> so that went well. And then two months later, we were fully online, obviously in the middle of the pandemic. This is March, April, 2020. And so she had us back on the show, the same two people, myself and uh, Valentina. And we basically had to be like, yeah, we were wrong. <laughs> And so that's the second show I did and I really liked it. I liked speaking on air and that's how I got involved. And then I did more shows as an analyst next semester. And then eventually when Valentina left, I got taken on as host and that's how I got on the e-board and the rest is history, so to speak.
1: I think I followed a similar path Eric, freshman year. I signed up for The Global Current as a news briefer, an analyst and different things, kind of got recruited onto the organization by some of the board members at the time, including our former executive producer, Jarrett. And then after that, I became a host uh, of the Global Current once Eric left, who was our former host before then, and I've just been doing that. You stole my e- job. I did steal your <laughs> job. It's not like you weren't leaving to do other things at that time. <laughs> but, so yeah, after after that, I've just been the host for about a year, and this is the last episode, the last hurrah before I go on to grad school.
3: Hi, my name is Andrew Akulia. I have been one of the tech producer, technical producers for the Global Current for the past two years. And so my freshman year, starting in fall 2020, I didn't do anything, really. It was just a mess, it was just virtual learning, there was nothing to do regardless, and I just I just lived with that, and it, it was not fun. Never want to go back to it. But anyway, one of my classes in the spring of 2021 was writing for the media, and I'm a visual and sound media student, also known as broadcasting, so I'm working in cameras, working producing film or TV, all visual media content. That's why I want to go into. And I took this writing for the media course in the spring 2021 semester. And one of my classmates was Jasmine Delia. Del- that's the trap. Of, that's <laughs> the trap. <laughs> 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 and so, so we met through that course. And fast forward to fall of 2021 at the involvement fair. I'm walking around on the green and I see Jasmine at this one table and she tells me about the Global Current podcast and how they need a technical producer and that I should try to sign up. And that's how I started. So we actually got someone to join through tabling?
0: Yes, we did. So it was
3: worthwhile?
0: Well, technically it was through the class. Okay. But tabling was helpful. Uh, how so did you join
2: Jasmine? How'd you get involved?
0: I got involved with the Global Current through my friend Jackie. She had done episodes previously and she said, Jasmine, like, podcasts are so cool and I said, oh, okay, I'll I'll try it out. And I was so nervous for trying it out that it took me four months. And I only did my first episode in the second semester. And I started out as a news briefer. And on the episode, it was all through teams. Two other analysts were... One of them is here <laughs> right now. <laughs> one <laughs> of them was Eric. And the other is my friend Annie. And it was such an interesting episode. It was about... Pope Francis's statements on the queer community in the Catholic Church. And I yeah. stayed, so the news briefer used to be at the beginning of the episode. And I did the news briefer and I just turned off my camera and watched because it was so interesting. And mm-hmm. after that I was hooked and I did a few more episodes and applied to be associate producer. I worked with the executive producer at the time, Jarrett, and the other associate producer who was also hired, Joaquin. And ever since then, I've been part of the club. It's probably one of the biggest parts of my college experience.
2: And I'll just say, that's how I first (laughs) met you, Jasmine. Um, (laughs) And it was really weird, as it often is. But no, (laughs) because she did her news briefing and then I assumed that she left because, like, there was no reason for her still to be there.
0: It was interesting. So okay. I stayed. Well, then I she stayed. turned off
2: her camera, and I didn't know she was still there. And so then after the episode recording and uh, recording with Annie, it goes, great. We end, and then Jasmine just pops back up the <laughs> <and> screen. <laughs> and goes, that was great. And I'm going go, oh? It, oh, was, like, you?
0: it was funny because I was in the same exact room as Annie when okay. she recorded the whole episode. So I just sat there, turned off my camera, turned off the mic, turned off the, the audio, and listened to her and I listened through you through her computer. So, COVID times, COVID yeah, times, but those it, were it times. was <laughs> really, it was cool, I think, I really liked, I really liked listening to both of you. And I, and I thought it was just such a, it kind of felt like taking like an honors class, like we were just talking about something from different perspectives and, and engaging with it and chewing on it, I liked it,
2: yeah. it was cool. And that's something we've basically tried to pitch to people who want to join The Current is that, well, basically what you're doing is you're having a conversation on air. Usually it's a little more structured than this, whatever this is right now, but um, (laughs) you know, our host Drew, our exceptional host Drew, will will guide the conversation, but essentially we're trying to get both the analysts to talk to each other about an issue, just like uh, the way I used to put it, um, was just like you just got out of class and you're still discussing what you discussed in class. That's kind of what we wanted the show to be like, just two people talking on air. And we didn't always succeed. I mean, there were some shows where it was awkward, and that happens as part of producing anything. But there were a lot of shows where we really did succeed. And we did some really exciting shows, too. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you guys have a favorite show or a favorite memory on air that you guys have.
1: I generally, I have a lot of good memories on air. I also came at a time, one of my first episodes as an analyst. You were the host, Eric. Yes. And we're talking about episodes Uh, where it's a little bit awkward. I remember your last episode as a host. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) do, too. (laughs) (laughs) Look, sometimes it
2: just doesn't work out. Sometimes you run out of things to say and you have five minutes left to fill. And it's just awkward. And that's that's when people like you, Andrew, I'm pointing to Andrew, our technical producer, come in so handy because they make something that because sometimes it goes bad and people like him who have the technical skills um, are able to to make it seem so much better
3: on air, and that's r- remarkable. So Al- at least i try to. Yeah. He, t-
0: <laughs> t- he does. He makes us all sound better. <laughs> yeah,
3: not just, and
1: also that there's been such a massive change since COVID times when we were all recording on Teams now. Now we moved into our closet in the wall studio that we had last year, mm-hmm. and then this year we're in a much more nicer studio, and the sound quality is better. I don't know if the listeners can tell that, but the quality is much we better can in tell, general. True, that's all that matters. That's, <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> yep. You've been buttering me up a lot this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Uh, okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: Anyways, um, I think one of my favorite <laughs> memories on this show was um, so I get to do an episode. Some, one of the advantages of being involved is that you can get your friends to do the show. And I finally got my friend, Kieran, to come on the show. And he did his first episode, ironically enough, with someone from his hometown.
0: Oh, Peter Peter Egeding.
2: Uh, yes, it was him and Peter Egerting. The story was, I got him to do it because it was about France, Kieran's French. And it was about the AUKUS submarine deal. And they did the episode together. And that was a fantastic episode. That
0: was, that was one of the highest... Downloaded episodes of that season. It was a really
2: good episode. It went really well, but I mean that that's probably one of the highlights in terms of student episodes that I did. But we also, as you know, listeners, we also did shows (laughs) that were with professors and with professionals. I got to my first recording I ever did. I was so nervous um, because when my first episode as host was with Professor Huddleston, um, who I didn't know at the time, but I would get to know later and Dr. Wood, another professor of practice here. And that was a great episode. I got to do one more recently with just a representative from the Baha'i faith to the United Nations. So we got to interview some really cool people. And I know Jasmine, you did a lot of that.
0: I did. So when I joined the Global Current, there was a different format. And I had a lot of discussions with the other producers about how we could change that format. And we came up after many long hours of meetings and discussions and trial and error, two main types of episodes. One is a deep dive episode, which is what Eric mentioned. A deep dive into any developing news story, or even just a deep dive into the career and background of an expert in the field. And the other episode is our weekly regular episodes. We have two analysts discuss a developing news story, and one is domestic, one is international. And that's And that's just what we came up with. And I think that that was was really fun. I think that gave me such an eye into production. And one of the first things that I did as an associate producer was the January 6th, Capitol riots happened shortly after I was hired. And I called Jared and said, hey, I wanna do an episode about this in the next week, interview experts who can break down what exactly is happening, because I felt like there was so much information out there and I wasn't sure what was happening. And I interviewed Dr. Huddleston, who Eric also interviewed, Dr. Kimball and Dr. Shannon, and each of them brought different perspectives, one with a security perspective, one with a propaganda perspective, and the other with this emerging technology in the frame of social media and that was That was really great. I think that sparked my love of production and of journalism.
2: Yeah and this is why college media exists is of course we don't have the same name recognition that a media company like NPR has but we have connections on campus because that's what that's what a university is it's a bundle of connections It's a bundle of professionals and the most studied people in their fields it's a bundle of student energy and resources and that's why college radio exists and that's been an amazing experience and I'm really happy that I never would have expected coming to college to be working in radio. I never thought of radio. I barely listened to radio. (laughs) I mostly listen to Spotify, as many people in our generation do. So it was, but they have this wonderful studio, WSOU, on campus where we're recording right now. And it's, it's a fantastic resource and I've enjoyed every moment of it, so.
0: Andrew, I know you come from a different background from all of us, all of us are diplomacy majors and Andrew has a visual and sound media background. So what was it like joining the Global Current with this international focus?
3: Well, so obviously I major in broadcasting. I primarily want to go into film production and possibly studio TV production. But going into my freshman year, I knew there was an appeal in the back of my mind about the student radio station since I talked to our former general manager at the station, Mark Maben, in my freshman year. He, unfortunately, has some complicated med- medical issues. He, I've never been able to meet him in person, but I met his wife just last month at a, at a 75th anniversary gala for the radio station. But anyway, this when Jasmine recruited me to join, I walked into the station for the first time, and I was very intrigued by the by the diversity of the background, like everyone working in news in newscasting and sports casting and diplomacy broadcasting and I had a minor interest in this work that we do since I'm majoring in broadcasting, but I'm also minoring in political science mm. i like I like to focus on american politics i I like to study that area more but nevertheless i i do I do like to learn about international news. I think it's interesting about how America fits into international law and all that but yeah working at the global current has really opened myself up and gave me an opportunity to work at this radio station I'm currently a a newscaster and sportscaster at the station and I'm working I had a news shift earlier today as we're recording and I learned just a few hours ago that we're going to that I'm going to be another beat writer for the women's softball game that we're doing tomorrow so yeah I'm even though I am leaving the global current, I am still going to have plenty of opportunities to work at the station. I'm going to work wherever I can, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leaving. But yeah, I I've enjoyed my time here very much.
2: Yeah, and thank you for putting up with the Diplo students, Andrew. I know that's not <laughs> always easy. Uh, we can be very opinionated, in <laughs> Um and we that's have, okay. yeah, we have a formidable reputation on campus, I would say. But I've had. A lot. Of fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that, am I wrong? But we've had a lot of fun here too. How
1: Perm- about you, Drew? Permittable is an interesting choice. Of yes, there. yes.
2: Diplomatic, um, one could say.
1: Diplomatic is one. Could I don't say. know if that's diplomatic. Uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah, I've really. <laughs> <laughs> I've enjoyed my time on the Global Current. I think there's just a certain part of hosting the show, and that is the role I've occupied on the e-board of the Global Current. I was an analyst of. You are the person who people look to in the studio. You're the one making the connections and the actual recording things. Andrew and I think have formed a really good working relationship throughout our year over year. Working together, he's been the main technical producer for a lot of that time and I was the host. So learning how to best work out how many minutes each episode is gonna take, what we're gonna be looking at. You get a feel for the analyst after a certain period of time, you know what you're going to expect And just the forming of relationships the joking around on the studio um a lot of that has apparently come up on air in this episode in particular but the joking in the studio the relationships and the friendships that form we talk about you talked about eric about college being a network of connections and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of connections and friends that i have formed through being the host of this organization that i have still cherished and I still plan on continuing even though I am leaving Seton Hall after this year of being friends with them so and I am actually going to be looking towards rooming with the former executive producer of the global current and the former associate producer of the global current Joaquin and Jared as Jasmine mentioned earlier so um, the bonds between global current eboard members run thick apparently
3: yeah,
2: true. But I will say, I don't know what you're talking about joking around on air. We've certainly never done never. any of that. No. 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 We happen. are strictly no. professional
1: here. And we're
0: not campy current. at all. We don't no.
2: make puns. No, puns. I don't know what you're talking about. No, mm. no. Just greetings <laughs> and salutations. How <laughs> did that come about, though? Because The puns. Because <laughs> you, if you <laughs> so listen to any of our other episodes, you know we'll end an episode with, like, you know, catch us. Th- it's called The Global Current. Catch us on catch the wave. Catch us on the wave.
0: Yeah. Ride the wave. So there is a one of the first e-board meetings with Joaquin and Jarrett, we were, the three of us were talking about, oh, let's, let's rebrand the club. I mean, the global current, how great is that? It's a current, ride the wave, Seton Hall Pirates. So we spent an entire hour making a list of puns. Let me see if I can pull up some of these puns.
2: Hmm. Oh, we don't need to do that. No, that's no, okay. It's okay. I think
0: it's great. So some of them are like, ride the wave, make a splash.
2: Okay. Mhm. Continue. But we also Hi. do it sometimes in the titles too. Oh wait. I
0: you guys are the you guys are the crew. No, we may be the crew, but you're the currents that keep us afloat.
2: I've never once said that on air. I have. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, of course it's you
0: have. <laughs> I have. I have. I I used it at the end of one of my interview episodes, but there's a lot of I don't know, I think that actually kind of helps make it more fun. I think that's what I think differentiates the current from other for like professional media organizations on campus is that it's, it's just, I think, a little bit more campy. Well,
2: despite my joke before, we are, in fact, a college show. You know, we are undergraduates and we produce great work, um, but we also want to have some fun and we want the audience to know that we are a college show, uh, that this is not, as much as we admire, you know, NPR Marketplace, where one of our former executive producers is at now, uh, this isn't a, a professionally run operation. But, and so we kind of reflect that in our puns. I think that's a kind of a way for us to have fun uh, with our student body and with our listeners and and for ourselves, quite frankly, because it is, I mean, it can be quite a lot of time invested in the global current. I mean, I'll I'll take you through our process very briefly. It's three weeks from the conception of the episode to when it airs, roughly. We have weekly meetings. It was every Tuesday this semester and we sit down and we brainstorm. It's very creative and collaborative, which has actually been one of the best parts about it. We brainstormed ideas, titles, subjects of what the shows are going to be, and then we send out a poll to our entire student body, and they get to vote on what episode that we actually will do. And then we send out a sign-up sheet, and we try and get analysts, student analysts, and newspapers to sign up. And then they have times to write a document really researching the process. Uh, and then we will schedule an interview, record, and then it goes off to the technical producers. So for every episode that you listen to on air, uh, there's been three three weeks of work behind it. And this is on a rotating basis, which is why we have more than one associate producer, because we rotate off.
0: Yes, and another day of the week, I meet with our outreach team, and they also play a big role in promoting each show on social media, helping me share the episodes with the rest of the student body and getting that reposted to other Instagram.
2: LinkedIn? Oh,
0: to other Instagram accounts and also to LinkedIn. And our outreach team is a very big part of how we also get interview shows and how we prep students in the club to prepare for episodes, whether that's, we had a partnership with Voice of Leadership this semester in how to best communicate, how to practice good communication. And we also had several events with really cool speakers who had media backgrounds. And food. And food. Lots yes, and of lots course. of food. And that's also a, another way that we've gotten other students to come is college students love food. So free every event food. that we have, we have free food. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. Especially pasta. Yes.
1: Especially the pasta. Bene vodka. I was going to ask all of you just in general, because I've had a lot of favorite moments of the host, um, whether that be in the studio or during that collaborative process, as Eric was mentioning, of. What would be your favorite moment from the global current? Because I can think of a lot of different things, but I haven't a- been able to pick out one specifically that kind of encapsulates my global current experience. Because there's just so many just little funny things or just like major achievements being nominated for Organization of the Year as we were, mm-hmm. uh, even though we haven't existed as a organization within the public eye for that long. Yeah. I think that was a major victory for us, being even nominated for, for sure. such an award. So uh, I think that kind of proves the work and the quality of the global current that we've strived to give to our listeners, but also the fact that we can still retain a sense of humor and try and and keep our listeners and our student body engaged in what we're trying to do here and say, we want to bring them onto the podcast, but we also want people to just get experience in talking and speaking publicly, of talking about things that they're interested in. As you mentioned earlier, Eric, you want them to feel like it's a discussion. Mm-hmm. to you're just having a discussion outside of class. But in yeah. this space, it's a safe space where you can try and do some public speaking. It's a prepared; You get to prepare your notes in advance. Mm-hmm. And it's a environment in which to practice your public speaking and to engage on a platform that not many students or people in our generation get to engage in, in radio. Yeah. But in a safe environment to do so. It's like dipping yeah. their
2: foot in the water. It's practice. Yep. It is It is practice, and it is character and skill building for our students, and that's yeah. for sure.
1: So I think there's a lot of value to it. So that's kind of prompted me to ask all of you as, Eric, you're leaving, you're graduating, hopefully finding a job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. um, Andrew is moving on to be a producer for Pirate TV, and Jasmine, of course, is saying sayonara to the United States and is going to leave and go to Italy next year. Yes. Yeah, really. so, <laughs> so what was... Before everyone leaves the global current, what was y'all's favorite moment throughout that, if you can give one particular example?
2: Um, that's hard to say because a lot, of, for me, when I look back at it, it'll be the collection of small little moments, just being able to record in the studio or chatting before recording. or honestly I'm probably looking most fondly back on our weekly production meetings because they were just such a creative and once we got to know everyone, fun and environment. I would say I have really fond memories of during COVID (laughs) because like most of us, we were at home. I was at home. Um, Some of you were on campus. I know Jasmine was on campus. Drew, you were on campus too. But I was pretty isolated during that time. Um, And so getting to do my like one per week, once per week on Thursday nights production meetings with Jasmine at the time, Jarrett and Joaquin that was such a highlight for me because it was like so it was social interaction i was desperate for social interaction and i got it then um and so f- that was really what enamored the global current to me was it was a lifeline during the pandemic
3: what about you andrew so yeah you talked about those little moments i thought all the little <laughs> the little small talk in the moments before our recording with drew and whoever else we were working with each week like there was always just something funny to say always something to go around um i, I will admit being the lone tech technical producer especially in the spring of 2022 was a bit of a challenge like it was a very rough time for me personally and academically and then having someone like bobby kyle incoming executive producer having him taking take becoming under my wing to be at one of our technical producers and him learning so quickly as he did. That was that made me feel really confident in my ability to teach others and make make the podcast run as smoothly as it was. And one like specific funny memory I had is when we were recording one episode, that aired in the first week of April in twenty twenty two and so we were recording and when i was walking into the studio i had passed through walsh gym and i saw this layout uh, in the in walsh gym and at the time it was when we were looking for a new men's basketball coach and shaheen holloway who was at saint peter's was heavily rumored and so i walked through i saw the press conference layout and i was like oh my god this is gonna happen isn't it and so while we're recording half hour later that's when the press release of shaheen holloway becoming the new men's basketball coach released and i was sitting there in our tiny little shoebox booth while all of our hosts and analysts were talking i'm just pumping my fists i'm so excited and i just have to keep quiet because I, i had a job to do but like that was a funny moment of just like needing to not 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 allowing my fan side burst out because i had <laughs> something to do
1: Yep, i remember you showing me your phone andrew during that because you and i were always talking about basketball
3: so uh, fun yep
1: <laughs> i think the production meetings were fun but i have to say i agree with andrew as the host it's always been the little moments before and after the recordings of joking with the analysts because i felt it was my goal to make them comfortable to a certain extent and get them you know used to the studio used to my presence in general and ensuring that they felt comfortable even before we started recording was the best to get them out of their performance and so they're much more willing to answer questions from a person that they had known for a little bit and engaged some small talk with before Mm -hmm. they answered questions about whatever subject matter we're talking that week. Um, Personally my favorite memory was uh, Bobby was our tech producer. Bobby and I have become really good friends over the time of this Uh, and I always made it a habit to tell everyone as a host to silence their phones and things like that because andrew remembers i was frequently getting text notifications in my early days as a host on my phone where i had our timer on so i had to like um. sh- silence my phone so i was telling everybody silence your phone and everything and then i had my computer out because i had the script open for everything mm-hmm. and as we're going into our new incoming host trisha valian was on yeah. and my computer notification goes off as for c- recording yeah. and so everyone oh, piles on to me Um, so I was just like, I had to to take that (laughs) L Uh, so yeah, it was just really fun and just exemplified the bonds that I had formed throughout the global current, which is really nice.
0: On my time at the global current, it's been about three years now. I'm really grateful that I was able to be part of a team and an organization that has developed so much over the last few years and part of a team that has grown so much seeing people who've done episodes who are really nervous the first time or really struggled with some part of the production process now do episodes and they sound so prepared and they're confident I think that that makes me really proud and that was one of the goals of this club since it's been founded is to provide opportunities for students to develop themselves professionally and build skills that are useful for the workforce and I am also grateful that I've been able to grow as well, build a confidence that I didn't have when I joined this club, um, and work with with really, really amazing people who I can now call my friends. As members of the eBoard of The Global Current, good luck to all of you who are moving on to amazing things, and thank you for making this one of the best parts of my college experience. And this is also pretty pretty bittersweet. I want to take a moment to honor every person in the room and every other member of the club who has contributed to our success. And a shout out to the E-Board next year. I'm so excited to see what you guys do and you are all amazing. So thank you.
1: Um, thank you all listeners who tune into the podcast. We really appreciate you. And thank you to every member of the E-Board that I've worked with on The Global Current. It's been a blast. and. I wish all the best to the new eBoard. I know you're gonna take it to even greater heights.
3: Yeah, exactly. This is where I basically got my start. This is, I can say, and it's all because of the connections I've made, the friends I've made, and the connections I'm continuing to make because of my start here. So thank you all listeners for listening to this podcast and thanks to all the eBoard for making it what it is.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Best of luck. And goodbye.
0: We may be the crew, but you guys are the currents that keep the ship afloat. So catch us on the waves every Sunday at WSB.